Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, usually in the programme, we get people crying out for more facilities. They're given out. There's no playgrounds. There's nowhere for uh, children in the local area to go to. But a proposed playground is actually causing distress for local residents in Balbriggan. Paul is with us on the line today. Um, Paul, what's the story? Uh, good afternoon, Andrew, and thanks for having me on. Um, so I'll just I'll just backtrack a bit. It was I was just moved to uh, to send you a mail last Monday when I heard the residents there uh, the, on your show speaking about the antisocial behaviour, the, the burning of benches and and uh, burnt out cars and uh, and tour tracks through playgrounds all throughout the city. Mm. And the reason I sent you a mail is we're actually in the, we're constantly having to defend our position on uh, outside. We've got a green right in front of our homes here on Cardi Rock Avenue, and it, it is a designated green space for the for the residents of Cardi, Cardi Rock, and uh, <clears throat> we're constantly having to defend. Our, our position. They tried to. Uh, they attempted to put a, a soccer pitch or a basketball pitch in it in the, back in the noughties. I was at a meeting there to defend it. That was squashed. And now, um, through it, they, they were. They they are now bringing this uh, playground or play area is what they're calling it, along with seating, which again, as I say, will probably be burnt out <laughs> if, uh, if 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 our if our worst uh, projections come true. Uh, but uh, it, they, they put it through. Uh, um, they they opened the portal for observations uh, back in... uh, Sorry, I went on a walk and talk, first of all, to to defend uh, our position with the play area in 2019. There was a portal open then um, in 2021 where, as part of uh, Braemar Regional Park Development, uh, again, this play space or play area came up as part as part of the the, the projected plans. Now, myself and a number of my my, my residents on Carry Rock Avenue objected strongly to this. So I have the objection here in front of me. Uh, and again, uh, just with, with a view of context, I know there was an awful lot of submissions at that stage uh, for, for different parts of the regional park, and there was over 300 submissions. But we in Carly Rock Avenue are actually surrounded by this development, uh, both on the on the north, uh, on the east, and and on the south on the south side, and we're actually immersed in this whole development. And the only thing we're actually uh, we're actually objecting to is this play space in front of our homes, for exactly the reasons that were outlined in your program uh, on Monday last week. So, so in in preempting that there might at some stage be vandalism or local park benches um, destroyed. And, and, and the conversation, just for, for, for context, for people um, who mightn't have heard last Monday's programme, we were talking about a park in Dublin, uh, a playground that was basically set alight. Um, and some of the some of the, the kids' equipment there, the exercise, um, the exercise bits, I suppose, you know, b- b- badly damaged. But that's what we were talking about on the show. So you're preempting that. Something that you don't know that will definitely happen, and as a result of that, you're saying no to the playground. Well, it's not that we're just preempting that. Um, we have we we have a number of observations. Like, I mean, we, we are, as we said, in uh, we're surrounded by this regional park. There has been antisocial behaviour, like beside us in Braemar Castle. There's been there's been like as as with any area, there there has been like a uh, you know uh, abuse uh, uh, and some uh, some. Uh, 
behavior of concern. And we just think that like the building of any structure on this green in front of us will be just a magnet to bring that right up to our doorstep. And the council's uh, uh, the council's point of view on that was that you know well it'll be it'll be subject to uh, passive surveillance as they put it, which means that you know we'll put this in place, create the problem for you, and the passive surveillance will be you actually monitoring this. Uh, and obviously, I mean, if we're monitoring, we're going to be seen to be monitoring. And then that's, again, pointing ourselves out as, as a target for any, any anti-social behaviour that may happen on the playground or even could spill over into our okay. homes. As a result. Are there many people, so are there many people yeah. Paul, living in the area, in the housing estate um, with young children that might actually want a playground, though? Well, I'm delighted you say that because all, like, most of us are parents. Most of us are parents. And at the time of, of this, of this, uh, of my submission, anyway, I had a seven-year-old. She's now nine. And, and we all think that it's, 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 it's actually the worst idea. And I'll tell you a couple of reasons why. Number one, there's, there's a playground. I'd imagine as the crow flies, it's probably 500 kilometers, sorry, 500 meters away from where we are already at the Martello Tower. Okay, There's so there, is, there is there is a public playground 500 meters away from this and we're putting another one in. Beautiful, beautiful playground right there with an with a even better view than we have from our homes. And again, I just want to get back to the fact that the aesthetic view, the nature of the area, that's the reason we bought our homes where, where we bought them was because of that view, which again, it's, 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 it's a wonderful thing to wake up to, Andrea. But, you know, not so much if, if, if there's a burnt out car on us or if the benches are burnt out or if the, the structures and are will, being damaged. And will this, Paul, will this proposed playground, I mean, is that, is, is that the real issue here? Like, will this proposed playground block residents' views? It's not. Oh, absolutely not. It won't be. A, it wouldn't be. Stru- well, to be honest, uh, to be totally honest with you, I have in my submission that I didn't want any structures at all. But it's not actually the, uh, an issue that it's that it's the, the visual or aesthetic structure of the playground, Andrea. It's 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 the antisocial and 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 the magnet that it, that it would it would actually. Attract. Attract uh, the the wrong. It was supposedly for I think underage children, but of course we know. Like I mean, if, if there's any sort of a, a structure there at all, it's not going to be catering for those. And why underage children only? Why not the? Why not all children? As with okay. the one at the March Tower, which is as I say, minutes away. Was there any consultation period with the council as part of this proposed local development plan? But not that again. I'm not. On, I'm not on social media. But not that me or any of the, the residents on the avenue were concerned. There was none. Uh, we've been told that that, that 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 there was. But we've asked for minutes for such a meeting. My my my, uh, my neighbour has asked for minutes of such a meeting, and they have not been forthcoming. Okay, so you I feel there was no, no consultation. We'll reach. We'll, we'll reach out to uh, to the count uh, the county council. It's Fingal, isn't it? You're talking about. That's the Indeed, yes, local yes, authority. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Stay with us, Paul, um, because I just want to get listeners views on this like I mean it, there's something very wrong that playgrounds could now be deemed as magnets for anti-social behaviour and like you know Paul's right about the fact on two different occasions on this programme only last week we talked about an incident in Dublin um, and I mentioned it there the, the playground that was badly damaged um, some of the, the, the activity pieces set alight this very, the very same conversation only about maybe a month ago uh, down in Ballincollig in, in County Cork Catherine is on the line Catherine's part of the Liberties Residence Association um, like Catherine are playgrounds magnets for anti-social behaviour now? Are you there, Catherine? Talk. Hello, can How you hear me? You? I can indeed. Yeah, hi. Hi, Andrea. Are playgrounds, you? you do too, are playgrounds magnets for antisocial behaviour? 
I wouldn't think so um, of the playgrounds are owned by us now. There's always going to be the odd incident um, and I was only speaking to someone down at Weaver Square the other day and they were saying this has always been the case like since since we were kids you know there's always been the odd incident and even in Weaver Square now there's a couple of minor incidents but then it was put back it was repaired and then it goes on I mean we can't um, well I, I sympathize with um, Paul's position but in our area we're desperately crying out for any amenities of any sort you know and um, just because there is a very very small probably even only a literal handful of kids that will do destruction it doesn't mean that all the kids of the area then have to be of you know amenities and playgrounds and somewhere to go you know well paul's point there was that there, there's another sure there is another playground only 500 meters up the road apparently well that sounds brilliant i mean if we had the likes of that here we'd only be delighted like we're fighting for every literal scrap of ground uh, the liberties has the lowest area of green space in the whole country and included in that, they count the grass verges of the Lewis tracks and the grass verges of the canal, so we have nothing. So um, we're desperately fighting for more indoor amenities, um, like our community centre went on fire there in 2000, and, or June 2001. And um, so we've effectively had no community centre for two and a half years, and we have been on to Dublin City Council extensively. And it'll be at least another two and a half years before it's mm. back. So that's our community centre out of action. Weaver Park was the only amenity we have in the area and that's yeah. there since 2017 um, like it's only a little park now tiny little park so there's a children's playground there's a skate park and there's a bit of a green area so that's all we have in the whole area and now unfortunately um, that's out of action and DCC as well there's no timeline for the repair um, DCC's processes are very very slow so we really really hope that it will be up and running soon hopefully you know so for the kids because the area is so extensively used like there is literally nothing in the area for the kids and I was down there uh, what was it last Wednesday and um, with some kids and it was so sad you'd see the parents and the little kids coming along looking over the fence at the playground and nowhere for them to go nothing to do how do you explain that to kids you know so. you, you must find it sort of bizarre listening to Paul there today, you know, and, 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 and there's a lot of people texting in, I should say, you know, and, and the, the objection to the playground and like his concern, you know, you could, his concerns are, I mean, genuine. You talked about Weaver Park there and, and other areas, um, but it, it must be kind of bizarre for you when you've, you've no resources. It, it is very bizarre for us. Again, I can't speak for Paul's situation because I don't live there and I, I listen to I his, um, his description there. It sounds a lovely area and I mean, everybody has their own concerns for their, their area, but we're, like we are fighting tooth and nail for indoor amenities, outdoor amenities, any little bit of space at all. Like, you know, there's supposed to be huge development in our area, there's supposed to be thousands of more apartments added. And the only thing we're going to get is another little small park. It's about half an acre, the same size as Weaver's, Weaver Park. And that will be the whole amenities parks for the whole area. Every planning application that you read, it cites the same little bit of ground, you know, oh, there's this near and there's that near. But there is nothing for the kids. And I'm really surprised in our area that there hasn't been an awful lot more antisocial behaviour because the kids, I mean, small kids and older kids have nothing. Like I've seen kids like harmlessly now climbing into school playgrounds to kick a ball because there is nowhere else for them, you know. And we have lots of space around the place that the city council could have given us. We've asked for it over the time, yeah. um, even on a temporary basis while they're awaiting development. And they've always got to know you can't do that. Like, you know, so like the place is like a wasteland around here. 
and like Weaver Park was one little oasis, like, you know, a nice place for the kids to go and hang out, you know. So we're really, really missing it, you know. Lucas is with us as well, Catherine and Paul. Um, Lucas, you're, you're a resident as well in the area uh, that we're talking about in Balbriggan. Um, do you think you have sufficient facilities there for young people? Yeah, we have uh, one playground right, like Paul mentioned, 500 meters from the one that we want to build. And also want to mention that, like you said, antisocial activities, we already had one playground that was burned out right by the Garda station. So they just put the grass down where and want to build uh, the one uh, right in the more secluded area without any designated car space, you know, where you can park. So all the people would have to walk. And uh, we think that will be attracting wrong crowds. Okay. So so there's, there's nobody wants this playground? Yeah, we we contacted uh, Tinglas, but we sort of ignoring us, and we know that uh, many residents of Belbrigan want to build an open sea swimming pool, or GA club needs some extra money to finish their clubhouse. So maybe it's better to spend taxpayers' money where people need, you know, something built, not uh, like we want uh, to build where nobody needs it. Mm. There's an interesting text in here, uh, Paul, as well, from a listener who says, we're crying out for a playground in our own area. Hard to believe that somebody would object to something that would give children joy. Um, Is there anything you can do or is it just going to be put up? So, yeah, we've we've sent in a petition. We uh, we uh, went around, locked the doors, and and uh, asked asked, uh, the, the, the dog walkers and the green walkers and people out on the space uh, to sign a petition to, to block this. Um, so we've handed in, now we, we limited to Cardi Rock and mainly Cardi Rock Avenue residents because as I say, we're right at the coalface of this. And uh, we've, we've handed that petition in and we just received uh, no reply. Actually, I handed in personally uh, in just before Halloween of last year and uh, into, the, into the head office in, in the, the one in Swords and uh, heard nothing at all from, from them. We handed in manually. Um, and then heard nothing at all until we found some workmen on, on, the, uh, on the green, which we have done without any prior consultation at all, Andrea. And uh, we, we, uh, we uh, found workmen on the green, asked them what the situation was, and we were given the impression that, that the, 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 the structure was, it was, it was pending or it was imminent. Uh, to which point I, I contacted uh, the Fingal Independent and I asked uh, the infrastructure section in, in uh in um, Fingal on the same mail as to what the situation was, where was our petition, what's going on, why haven't we been, why haven't we been informed? Because as they told Fingal County Council, please be ensured that the council will be available to respond to any concerns regarding the operation phase of, of the project. This is the whole project of Framework, okay. should they arise. Now, we've been screaming, looking for a, a meeting with, with anybody in Fingal, and we're, we're, we've get, we're getting the deaf ear so, I, but it's asking, council it's, land, it's, isn't it? It's council it's, land we're talking about. It is Fingal, but it's 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 uh, it's Fingal have given it. It's our green space for Cardi for Cardi Rock development. But did the council not take it in? Did they not uh, t- take it in charge a while back, a number of years ago? 
it's uh, well when when I bought it, I was assured there would there be, wouldn't be any structures built on us that we that this was going to be the green space dedicated to the to the development. Right. Yeah. I do have an email. I do have an email in here as well from another listener who says. Um, I know you're talking about um, the playground objection near Cardi Rock Estate. I'm a resident um, and I want you to know that um, these are not all residents fully agree, Paul, with your opinion, according to this email here. Playground is proposed only, not even asked or not, hasn't even been submitted for planning permission. There was an extensive consultation period with the council as part of the proposed plan. Um, The Residents Association made uh, deputations to the council about it. As the playground hasn't been applied for yet, you can't actually object to something um, that hasn't even been put up or submitted for planning. That's just an email in there now. A different opinion, I suppose, from from somebody in the area as well. Um, Paul and Lucas, Catherine as well there, thank you for, for joining us on the programme today. Uh, this texter, Laura's got in touch to say, you know, on, on the one hand, um, people complaining the kids are hanging around. And then you hear the discussion that they're objecting facilities for them. I live in Sligo, says Tom. We have an issue with a gang of young people hanging around the playground, broken bottles in the ground. You wouldn't even bring your kids near it. This texter says we are crying out for, for facilities in our area. It seems absolutely ridiculous that any council in the country would put two playgrounds within 500 metres apart. Uh, we need playground wardens, says this texter. Or perhaps CCTV cameras, beer bottles, cans thrown all over the park. People not picking up after their dog either. You can't let the kids go into the park to play anymore, suggests this listener. I wonder what part of the country they're in. Look, do let us know what the situation is in your locality. Do you have, you know, sufficient, enough facilities, public facilities? Do you have enough green spaces? Because that seems to be a big part of the issue there, according to Paul. 53106 as always, that's the text line number if you want to join us here on Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We were talking about playgrounds though. And uh, why some residents, not all residents, I can tell you that from the messages coming into us. Some residents in Balbriggan are saying no to a potential new playground on a green space in the area. But we've been asking you what's the situation in your own locality. Sean is with us from Donabate. Do you think playgrounds can be magnets for antisocial behaviour, Sean? Uh, they can indeed, um, Andrea. Um, we had a playground open in Donabate last, uh, the week before Christmas Day last, last year, uh, despite reservations from residents here in, in Cars Mill, Donabate. It's an estate that was, uh, I've been living here for 17 years. Okay. Um, the playground was built in a new development, uh, Rahilian. Um, we were aware of the of the number of houses that were to be built in front of our house when we first bought our house, but there was no plans for a playground when we bought our house, nor were there any plans before the playground opened. Uh, despite, um, and the, the reason why I've had many interactions with Fingal County Council and the help of local councillors here in Donabate, is because not only have we got an antisocial behaviour in the evenings, especially coming into the dark nights, um, our estate is right beside the, well, it's in between three primary schools. Um, we're constantly being told by the councillors and the Fingal County Council, you know, the level of uh, volume of kids and the noise associated with the playground will die down because the novelty effect will wear off. Well, with the incoming four or five-year-olds into schools this year, that novelty certainly is not wearing off. The noise levels are incredible from 2 p.m. right through to bedtime nearly every day. 
um, while the rest of the country were probably uh, complaining about the amount of rain yesterday, myself and my wife were delighted with the rain. We actually got a break from the noise in that playground yesterday. Um, our, our, big, our big issue here, Andrea, and, and I didn't catch the start of Paul, um, from, from my understanding, um, seems to be a playground quite close to him. We have a similar issue here in that um, that new development, Rahilian, at the back of, the, of the, the development, there was an open space leading down to Rogerstown Estuary. And from our understanding, they can't build houses there. In fact, Fingal County Council put in a public pathway in there for recreational people to have a walks or whatever. Mm. We've, we've been asking for them to relocate the playground away from the houses. This playground is within 15 metres of our house. Um, so, but but it's just, is it just, is it just, Sean, sorry, is, is it just, I mean, when you talk about the noise, I'm just trying to get a sense of, is it just kids out playing? And kids seem nowadays a little bit different to when I was a kid. They, seem, they can't seem to play without screaming. We, we've actually, we actually went to the district court last February to make a noise complaint. We had a number of residents taking uh, DB level readings in excess of 80, 90 DBs within our house. Um, many of the residents couldn't work. As you know, a lot of people working from home the last 12 months couldn't open their windows during the summer. We've actually had some shift workers in the estate who've had to swap bedrooms with their kids so they can actually sleep during the day due to the noise. But the noise levels are unreal. I don't know what the civil defence um, um, decision in the courts years ago over that the, the hearing was and what the, their DB levels are, but we, we we're experiencing and we have records of near 100 DBs right. on some days. Okay. In fact, this so, summer is the first summer I haven't had a barbecue in my in my garden. I just we didn't even light it up this year. The noise is too is is, is unreal. But how it's do you? I suppose yeah. I suppose people might listening to this wonder how do you how do you tell the kids to play and be quiet? Well, actually. The judge in the district court actually suggested to me that I go out and tell the kids to be quiet. They're not my kids. There's 40 to 50 kids in this playground every day. Okay. Now, my kids are, are teenagers. They don't use the playground now. We did ask the Fingal County Council would they put up signage to respect the residents. Uh, we're still waiting for that signage. We did challenge the plans in the court. Plans were provided. We met the Fingal County Council in April. Okay. They sent us plans and the plans were dated February this year. The playground opened last December. Yeah, so that's obviously then still very much an, an ongoing issue then you say there for you as well, Sean. Um, let me bring in Richard too. Richard, what's the situation in your area? Well, I live in a, in a rural area and um, I'm a security officer and in a rural environment, most of the children are probably known by the residents that live in the area. So in that way, it's a lot more comfortable for everybody to live together. But where you've got a more of a bigger, bigger city area like Safingal, then you, could, you, you need these areas patrolled by probably security officers or CCTV. In an effort to prevent antisocial behaviour? Absolutely. Absolutely. The, uh, there's an antisocial behaviour out there that is probably getting out of control at the moment because uh, probably through drink or, or maybe drugs at a younger age. But if you're thinking of putting park wardens or litter wardens that I'm hearing, they, they've got no chance out there. Do you really think you need, we need security guards and playgrounds? 
In certain certain cities, you would. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. All right, Richard. Listen, thanks a million for uh, for for getting in touch with us there today in the program. Um, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Says this listener. It's a playground. It's not the M50 motorway. Children are louder now than years ago. Is that a joke? Asks this texter. Brian in Dublin says, um, of course children, absolutely children are going to make noise. It's a playground. That's what happens in the playground, says this texter too. Keep your messages coming in to us, 53106. Look, I mean, I didn't realise that the playground seemed to be, there was, they were so controversial, but I mean, let us know what's the story in your area. Are the noise levels really, are they that loud? Yeah. Okay, well look, let us know. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.